Hello everyone and this is another episode of the Fruitfest podcast interviews and our aim here is to interview a lot of interesting people who are following a fruit-based lifestyle, a vegan lifestyle and especially people that are interested in a raw vegan, raw food lifestyle so we, we want to keep on interviewing interesting people doing that and today we are joined by my friend Anne Jensen and Anne is a Hi Anne. <laughs> Just to give you an introduction. But Anne is Anne is originally from Denmark, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I originally met Anne in Denmark mm. at the Danish Fresh Food Festival uh, a number of years ago. But Anne has also been involved at the UK Fruit Fest last year. She was helping out a lot with being kind of part of the MC team sort of thing. And she's also been at the Woodstock Festival and she's travelled all sorts of different places, eating a fruit-based lifestyle, and uh, um, knows a lot about this, I think. And you live, <laughs> I think you lived in the tropics as well and stuff like that. So um, that's a little bit of an introduction. Did you want to say anything else about yourself? You Also, everyone, you can follow Anne at Fruitary Anne online. Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much else to say, I think. Excellent. Well, well, let's get right into it. So how would you describe your diet right now? Are you a fruitarian? Are you raw vegan? Are you vegan? How do you... Oh, well, I like to think that fruitarian is the same thing as raw vegan uh, because uh, I still eat greens and I I eat nuts and seeds like that, but I'm where my main calorie intake comes from fruit. So (laughs) I am a fruitarian, I'm a raw vegan, but... But I do actually now when I'm here in, in the winter here in Denmark, I, I eat more greens. So, um, yeah, I've been eating salads and, yeah. but of course fruit every day. Yeah, so some people, so you make a good point now, like some people might say that a fruitarian diet is this or that, but for most people, yeah. a lot, most people are having some greens in their kind of yeah. raw vegan diet. Yeah. Um, how did you end up? transition because you're quite you're still quite young i don't know exactly your age but how did you 22 22, yeah how did you end up finding out about all this um it was like three years ago maybe even four years ago i um i moved to france to be uh, an au pair uh, to work as an au pair and uh and i've always lived i've been vegetarian for eight years at that time and uh i was always interested in health and so i moved there and i I was living very healthy, like kind of healthy <laughs> before that and very yeah. active. And then I moved and I, my whole lifestyle changed and I was living this very busy and very, very, very unhealthy lifestyle. Like I was eating more processed food that I've ever eaten my whole life, more animal products, like, well, not meat, but I was eating lots of cheese. It's France. So there's a lot <laughs> of cheese and a lot of eggs and, and I just, my health just it was so bad I was feeling horrible and I started losing my hair which was the main reason why I beca- uh, like started becoming interested in raw veganism actually um, because I was searching on YouTube like how to um, how to uh, not lose your hair and stuff like that <laughs> and I also got acne all over my face and I my 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 chest and my back and I was like this is definitely the food. And I realized how much the food like, like um, means to how you feel. And I was so tired and I was like, so I came across the the diet and I was like, not only, wow, this can heal me, but I was like, this, this is what we designed to eat. And I was so passionate. I became so passionate about this. And I was like, since then, I, I was so into raw veganism and I spent the whole year in France studying because I couldn't go fully raw there because I was, I was with the family. They paid for my food. So, right. so I was just educating myself. I was watching a ton of videos. I, I bought a dog's 801010 book and I read lots of books and I was studying a lot. So I wasn't going to make a lot of mistakes once I went raw. And that's what happened. <laughs> I went raw and it was, it's been very easy. My journey has been very nice. So, wow. Yeah. So you came back to Denmark. Was it when you came back to Denmark you started to? Yeah, exactly. A year after, so. 
So who were, what was like the first videos and the first books maybe that you came across? Was there a specific video you yeah. remember? It was actually Ravenna. She was okay. raw vegan back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was just like saying, oh, these skin products. Is... No, 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 no. She was saying, these, these smoothies are really good for your skin. And this is good for hair loss, this smoothie. And I was like, oh, wow, that makes sense. And I was really into uh, her videos. And then I saw that for the raw, Christina was also raw vegan. And I found out there was a whole community. But they, they, like, she was the, one, the first one I heard about. Yeah, then people. Excellent, excellent. And um, did you? How did you find out about the Denmark festival? I'm guessing that that was pretty exciting when you heard about that. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was very new. That, that was very early on my. That was just when I first went raw, almost. And uh, I heard about it from uh, Louise that that make, makes uh, the. Holt, Hilt, the, I don't know what it's called. Like she's the organizer of the festival. Yeah. 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 And I, I am, I bought, I bought her book because uh, she has a Danish book uh, and I bought that uh, before and I was like, wow, she has a festival. I want to come to that. So that's how I found out about it. Brilliant. Brilliant. And, and what was your experience like at that first festival? Oh, it blew my mind. That changed my, my whole <laughs> so much it, it it was so it was so amazing like i everyone was so open and nice and it was there was a lot of education there and i was very new to raw veganism at that time so it was so nice to feel like wow there's other people that are doing the same thing as me so um, that was really i think the fruit festival really helped me and from there like a lot of people get into this lifestyle they want to start traveling and going to eat fruit yeah. places it seems like you've done a little bit of that so was your the next part of your journey was it after that you started to go to different places like uh yeah i was i was raw vegan fully raw for one year in denmark right uh, and then i i just i had to start traveling like that, that was i wanted to i've always wanted to tr- keep traveling so yeah i made it happen and where did you go uh, first I went to Woodstock Fruit Festival <laughs> and that, that was August. And then I, after that, I went to California. I have some friends in California and I lived, lived there for two, two or three months. And then I, um, moved to Hawaii and lived there. Uh, and once my visa, I have a visa for six months in the States. So once that was, um, expired, I went to Thailand and lived in Thailand for six months, and then, um, and then I moved to um, uh, Malaysia to work on a durian farm. Uh, the opportunities just came <laughs> at that time, and I I just worked on this farm for for a few months, and then no, two months I think, and then I I went to the UK fruit fest, and then uh, the whole fruit festival started over after that. Yeah, I can, right, right, right. Yeah. Excellent. So uh, tell us some of your highlights, like when you were in California and places like that, and then Hawaii, oh, yeah. did you find it pretty easy to get good fruit? And did you meet other people that were like raw vegans and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been so amazing. Um, when I, when I was in California, the fruit was amazing. We were living in a car and, and we were getting like Mexican papayas and mangoes and it was really good. Uh, and but I was with my friend, uh, so I was not really with raw vegans. At but she was raw at this time uh, with me, so it was nice. Uh, and we were surfing every day, so it was amazing. And then in Hawaii, I was I was with my friends from Woodstock, so we all most a lot of people from Woodstock that year uh, moved to Hawaii. So we were like this cozy community. We even created a community uh, in Hawaii. Oh wow! Yeah, we were there together for some months, and it was nice. And then, people see Thailand as quite a good place for raw yeah. people to try this diet out. Where, where exactly were you in Thailand? Um, I I was a little bit in Koh Phangan, in the islands down there in south. Uh, but most of my time I spent in Chanterbury. Um, because there's a nice, there's the best fruit and the best durian in Thailand, I would say. 
it's and it's really cheap too that's what i love about thailand it's so cheap um and there's yeah there was a lot of raw vegans there and yeah so excellent so you you came back to be part of all the festivals and everything again and uh, you were helping out with the festivals yeah what's your, what do you feel about like do you think there's something different about the fruit festivals than other events or other places like do you think people are different in some way at those events yeah it's nothing i've never experienced anything like a fruit festival in my life uh, and before this i was even uh i was uh, meditating a lot and i was going to these seminars where i was like blown away from all the love that I was receiving. But Woodstock and the fruit festivals that I've been, been to all over the world is still, it, it surprises me every single time how much love there is. And it's just, the people there are so open and, and so nice. And and you just w- walk around smiling and hugging people. And, and <laughs> yeah, it's it, the vibes are amazing. And I think it's because we all just, want to give the best be the best of ourselves and give so much love and and if we do that all together we just we just feel it so much and we uh yeah it's it's amazing fantastic um now you obviously you documented about your journey on your channel on youtube and things what made you start doing that oh i was just feeling so great i was so passionate i'm still so passionate about this lifestyle, it's it's changed my life uh, in so many ways. And um, for me, the, the <laughs> I just would love like my dream, my mission, and my goals is to um, to make raw veganism and this lifestyle so normal and so, like normalize it so that it's uh, yeah. I just want to spread this message, and I want to make it normal <laughs> so if i make videos hopefully one day people will watch it and think that this is coming more and more normal and maybe one day it will be just everyone will think that uh, the fruitarian lifestyle is something to consider <laughs> sure so uh so you're, you're basically just trying to get the message out and you want to inspire more people i guess and yeah and everything else um what have you found? I mean, you talked about the transition, and this is something I think that's quite interesting, is that everyone tends to have a bit of a story. You said that you'd kind of researched it so much that when you actually started to do it, it was mm. it was easier than you thought. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that's because you were preparing yourself so well in advance and that you, you had so much knowledge about it? Or yeah. what, what was it that made it easy for you? Yeah, I, I totally think so. I think... I was so mentally prepared because I prepared myself mentally for a whole year to become a fruitarian. I was telling myself, I'm going to be fruitarian and I'm going to give up this food. And I was eating this food and I was saying, soon I'm not going to eat this anymore and I don't even want to eat it right now. Or I would just like say that I'm becoming a fruitarian and I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I was just preparing myself so much mentally. And I was also like, because I was researching so much all the mistakes that the raw vegans have made and they have have it on YouTube, most of the people, I was watching those videos and I was, okay, taking notes that mm. I need to eat enough. I need to um, make sure that I'm stocked up always and always have enough ripe fruit and and all these things that, that is really, really important when you go raw and not the... Just, uh, I, I was so surprised. <laughs> Still am. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what, what, are you, what are your kind of tips for people that are looking to change their diet and lifestyle? Um, I would say um, just really preparing yourself mentally and like researching about it and knowing the reason why you want to be raw because I had some huge whys and I had some really big reasons why I wanted this and it was not only one thing it was so many different things that made me want to go raw and that will keep you um motivated when Mm. the times are hard and um yeah so really just know what what to do and like educate yourself 
but also stay motivated. I think the motivation is is so important. Oh, of course, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and one thing you mentioned there is like is kind of preparing your mind almost like yeah. being mentally prepared. That's quite interesting that you were sort of doing that in advance. Yeah. Um, what would be like a day for you, a typical day of eating? What would you eat? How much? When would you oh. eat? <laughs> yeah, well, that really depends on where I am in the world. Uh, should I say where what I'm eating right now? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. Um, lately, I've been eating um, a smoothie for breakfast. That's my biggest, like, um, I usually eat at, like, noon. Um <laughs> And I, I would eat a big meal, usually smoothie with persimmons and dates and bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, at lunch, I will, because I work a lot right now, so I don't really have time to um, eat. <laughs> so I will make a juice and then I'll bring that to work. Um, and that will be my, uh, I will make a green juice, uh, usually green with some fruits in there too, like apples and oranges and then uh, I will have a salad uh, before I go to work or depending if I work late or if I work early I will have a salad one uh, in between mm-hmm. and usually that will be cucumber noodles with my favorite mango sauce like mango and ginger I love that uh, wow. or tahini mango ginger tahini is oh, so good I love that <laughs> I've been eating that so much and then zucchini noodles no usually cucumber noodles and uh, tomatoes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's based and very normal, typical day. <laughs> that sounds pretty simple. Pretty. Yeah, it's very simple. simple. Yeah. And do you kind of keep it quite regular like that, or is it different all the time, or you keep it? Oh, um, here in Denmark right now is really simple. <laughs> I don't really do. I my appetite is not even like huge because. The fruits are, I don't have much to choose from and the, the fruit quality is not so amazing. Yeah. So I, I keep it very simple, just a smoothie and juice and then a salad. Um, and I like it like that. Um, but in the summer, it's so different. I eat so much more variety, like cherries and berries and sure. watermelon, of course. And in the tropics, it's different. But that's what I love about this lifestyle too, is that it's always changing so absolutely with the seasons mm-hmm. yeah i love that what what are the big mistakes you've seen people make because obviously you've not many people stay fully raw like yourself yeah. and, uh, a lot of people fall off the diet what what do you think of the mistakes you've seen people make um well i think i think one of the mistakes is that they they start raw veganism without having really a motivation but they feel like it's something that maybe they just I don't know I um the motivation is just really really uh, important and most people I talk to it sounds like they really don't even think that it's healthy for them to eat like this or I don't know what they they have these reasons why they should do something else and they and they tell me this and I'm like well um okay <laughs> it's okay that you don't but if you don't want to eat raw of course you will you won't eat like mm. I think if you really want to stay raw, you'll find a way. And that's, I think that's the biggest, like the most important part of staying raw is the motivation. So, but mistakes besides not having enough right, good quality fruit and stocking up, I think that's the, yeah, the biggest. And and outside of your diet, obviously you've, you've worked on your diet, but, is there any other aspects of a healthy lifestyle that you're quite passionate about? Um, do you do a lot of exercise? Do you, yeah. is there other things that you do? For sure. I, I think health is, uh, is just like eating is just one, one part of health. And we, there's so many other parts of health. Like I think mental health is as important as, as uh, what you put into your body. Mm-hmm. So be staying happy and positive and being with connecting with people and having loving intimate relationships is really important to stay and just be re- like really important. I think to, uh, to stay happy and not stressed and, 
and also getting fresh air and enough sunshine, and of course, sleeping enough and all this that, <laughs> that people say all the time, but it's so important. Like if we don't do, if we only eat healthy, but all the other things we don't do, I don't think we will feel so good. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I think it'll be hard not to. Do you, do you do you do a lot of like do you do any kind of visualization or um, oh I do affirmations or meditate yeah yeah I, I love to meditate yeah uh-huh. I I love to meditate every day I I I try to most of the days I I meditate every morning so uh, yeah that that is amazing just to, so and you talked about going to meditation seminars and stuff is that part of a whole spiritual path for yourself yeah yeah it's something i've been doing since i was 18 oh wow Uh, yeah yeah it's very nice excellent um one thing i wanted to ask you as well is um when you look at the raw food community and Mm. the different people out there and things that people are saying what do you think are some of the um kind of I don't. I'm not sure what the right word is, but maybe like the myths uh, or the things that information that you think's not right. That's maybe hmm. gets gets out there that some you know some people that are experts maybe say yeah, things yeah, that yeah. you don't agree with. Mm. Is there anything like that you can think of in particular that? Well, the first thing that comes up to my mind is actually because I've been uh, with quite a bit of vegan. Well, I would say in the vegan raw vegan community. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like separate those two for me, but um, a lot of people have uh, like s- talk a lot about um, the looks, mm-hmm. and like I, I f- if, like it breaks my heart to hear that when they when I hear people saying that uh, raw vegans don't look healthy or this person doesn't look healthy and this person doesn't look healthy, this diet is not healthy because this person doesn't look healthy yeah. or like beautiful. I mean, they they, I think, I think. It's so sad that we look at people and say that this person, when it, if it's if he or she is not beautiful, then he or she is not healthy. But right. we're not all uh, models, and we don't all look amazing, you know. And but I, yeah, I, I think that's really sad to um, to have. I think that's really um, something I don't like actually. But I don't know if it's a myth because it's something I experience a lot when people talk about uh, talk to me about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think that it's true that because you're robbing and you, you become ugly or like you age faster or something. Yeah. I think we all look very beautiful, but we also have different hygienes and some people decide not to, uh, brush their hair or right. pluck their eyebrows like most people do. Or I don't know what it is. And, and they might look different to, to other people's uh, standards, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, you're absolutely right in that. There is a lot of, uh, there does seem to be a lot of people that either are are scared of doing this lifestyle or move away from it because, as you're saying, they're worried about. Yeah. Look at they look at certain people say, well, that person looks old or whatever. It's like, well, yeah. Well, they're nearly seventy years old, so they do look like that. (laughs) Yeah. But. yeah, there's been there has been a bunch of people over the last while that have moved from either raw vegan or vegan to like carnivore diets and people experiment. I have heard. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know if I know that many of them personally, um, but I think I think there is a problem with a lot of people never really learn how to do the lifestyle correctly. Yeah, and. If they've never been to an event and met people or mm-hmm. met people in their town or mm-hmm. like really, really experimented with it a lot, I think it's very hard to get it right. And it's very easy to, um, because I think everyone approaches veganism with the mindset of thinking it's deficient and then thinking raw veganism is deficient, mm-hmm. then it's very easy for them to start to feel like there's something wrong and then they yeah. want to change what they're doing. Do you see much of that happening? Yeah, I uh, I do, and I I think it's really sad. I think we should uh, we should yeah. I think that's why fruit festivals are amazing because we really get educated, and we um, we see other people what they do, and and we learn a lot. We learn a lot, 
even when you had learned, feel like you had learned a lot, I still learn so much every fruit festival I go to. On that topic, uh, do you, I know that, the, for example, there's some people that say the fruit that we eat or the vegetables that we eat, they're not as, uh, they don't have as much nutrients as they once have and we need to take supplements and things. Do you yeah. believe in, do they believe in any of that? Do you take any supplements or anything? Um, I don't take any supplements and I actually um, just went to the doctor just uh, after being here for three months. I was like, well, I want to see because I haven't been to the doctor since I went raw. So I wanted to see how my, my, how my vitamins and minerals and my B12, how I was looking. And I went to the doctor and uh, I got the test back and it was amazing. They said it was better than the normal Oh, wow. like standards and and it was really good even b12 even vitamin d because usually vitamin d you can stay three months uh you can um store restore uh three months of vitamin d and then you start losing it so i still had some vitamin d in there and it was it was really nice to see that i actually i get plenty of everything i need on my diet uh, and i i don't yeah, I know that the soil is not as good in the world and our quality of fruit is not so good. But if you eat a raw vegan diet, you are eating so much. You're eating so much of amazing vitamins. <laughs> you know, everything that we eat is just basically what we need, like vitamins and minerals. And yeah, there's, I think, yeah, I think we cannot, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's nothing to worry about compared to if you were eating a standard diet, like think about grains and something like that. There's nothing yeah. there. It's empty. <laughs> totally empty. So. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. That's, so that's really interesting. You actually don't supplement at all. Yeah. No. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't supplement either. I know a lot of people do the, you know, that green powder. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Are you interested in any of that stuff or? Uh, I've never really been interested in it. Right. Uh, I I think green green juices are way better. <laughs> fresh fresh green right. fresh right. because it's the same thing. It's just dried and and yeah. I think if you really want to do that and you don't really want to juice, I think it's cool. It, it's not it's not that I'm against I'm against those powders or superfoods, but it's just it's not really. Um, my yeah i don't really it doesn't taste good to me too so yeah and another thing i was wanting to ask about is um a lot of people do like intermittent fasting and stuff they want to yeah. try and restrict how when and how they eat do you do anything like that um not consciously <laughs> really uh i i feel like I've come to this point in my life where I really, my body really tells me when it's best time to eat. But sometimes, of course, now when I'm working, I actually naturally do a lot of intermittent fasting because I I don't eat because I work. And usually I fast for those eight hours and nine hours when I'm working. Um, sometimes I drink some juice, as I was saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think intermittent fasting can help you with... Um, weight loss or like I don't know uh feeling more like energy but I already have so much energy and I don't really like living in the cold climate I I would rather focus on abundance than restricting but yeah because that's not I don't have much of abundance here so I'd rather uh really uh focus on that than um, trying to like make schedule of when I'm eating because I don't have much time to eat. So I'm just grateful when I have time to eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm really impressed then because like you have such a simple approach to this. And yeah. I, think, I think that that's, to me, that's the right way to, to just try and keep everything, you know, simplified. And some people want to make this really complicated. And I think sometimes it's like they're trying to make it complicated to look like an expert or something. I don't, yeah. I don't really know, but yeah you're basically just saying you know eat enough fruit eat some greens um and don't worry for the rest of the <laughs> yeah. But, yeah thank you so much i'm glad to hear that no that's that's excellent and um yeah so you're you're a real because i always think it's hard to find people 
that are firstly who are really doing 100% raw yeah. lifestyle, which is kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but even within that, it's hard to find people that aren't like getting a little bit crazy about it. Like sometimes people are eating lots of doing a lot of supplements, or they're always changing what they're doing, or they're going from high fat to low fat. And yeah. to try and find people that are like consistent is quite is quite mm. rare. Um, yeah. How? Why do you think? Like, is that from meeting people? Is it particular mentors you had? Did you used to be kind of worried about different things, and now you're just? Is it your own experience that's led you to this place, or is it your the people you've met and things? Uh, I I I think it's something that makes me feel better to to um. I don't want to stress about food all the time. I don't want to right. think about my, what I'm eating all the time and being raw vegan. I've almost been raw for three years now. It's not, it's not nice. I don't want to think about what I'm doing with my food yeah. all the time. So I really just prefer to just focus on what I love to do and focus on appreciating what I'm eating <laughs> and not really um, because I, I have been traveling a lot. And the first thing that hit me when I was traveling with raw vegans was actually how much they were obsessed about food and health. And, but I think most, a lot of people are, it's not only the raw vegans. I think it's, it's um, and especially when you go raw, I, in the beginning, I was the same. I was thinking so much about what I was eating because I wanted to do it right. So I've, I totally understand when people are really focused on what they eat and what they do and really, but I just prefer to, um, to, 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 to chill and <laughs> to feel good and just simplify everything. And, but I didn't used to, like when I was younger, I actually, I was developing an eating disorder when I was younger I never got anorexia or anything or orthorexia, mm-hmm. but I I was on the path and my parents stopped, told me that I had to stop exercising because I was exercising too much and they had to, right. stop, had to stop doing this and had to, they stopped uh, doing this healthy lifestyle that we were doing together and the whole family um, because of me. So um, it's, uh, it's not something I've always uh, had. Something I yeah I don't know developed. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned like eating disorders. There, I do feel like people maybe don't realize it, but you do get people coming into this to the raw vegan lifestyle that are, to me, they're kind of um, sometimes they're using it as a bit of a cover. Like they're at, they've yeah. actually got an eating disorder. Yeah, and so when you go on some forums and things sometimes you see posts and you think well that you know when people are always talking about i don't know losing weight and um you know they they put down what they've eaten that day and they've not really eaten that much and they're saying mm. that they're still fat and you think this this is probably more to this than, than meets the eye yeah yeah um have you met many people like that or seen that like yeah i have met i have met people where i i could feel that this was not a very healthy relationship with their food or their lifestyle or their fraternity. But I knew that it wasn't the diet. It wasn't the lifestyle that was creating, that was making these, like these people have um, eating disorders or whatever you want to call it, like unnatural, like unhealthy relationship with their food or themselves that, uh, and then they come into this lifestyle and they, they, um, they they can just they can keep doing what unhealthy things to themselves in this way because it's more accepted in a way I don't know because right. it's like I don't know now it's so we're so focused on intermittent fasting and water fasting and dry fasting and <laughs> and all these new things that we're so um, oh it's so it's so um, trendy <laughs> and. Sure. And so, I don't know, so it's more accepted to do things like water fasting and dry fasting and intermittent fasting now because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cool to do, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, that's an excellent point as well, is this whole, the, the whole mindset of fasting. And I think a lot of people, there's a couple of things that are really big in the raw vegan community right now that we're when I was first getting into it. And one is 
all of the kind of Robert Morse yeah. information. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the same. And I don't know, yeah, so I guess you know what that means. And to me, it's like, I see all these people posting about they're, they, uh, they're urinating in a jar, and then they look at their urine, <clears throat> and then they're trying to tell if their kidneys are filtering or not, and then mm. they're, they're always talking about uh, clearing the acids from the <clears throat> cleaning the acids from the lymphatic system and stuff like that and yeah. <laughs> how certain fruits are astringent fruits and they pull stuff from your lymphatic and they, they say all this stuff that I'm like I never really dived into all, all that because yeah. like he wasn't really my mentor I guess when I got into this and I, I don't I don't know if I agree with it but then this, the other side of it is definitely the the fasting and dry fasting and I think that's more yeah. coming just from Robert you, Morse well from him as well but I think from yeah probably is him but a lot yeah. of a lot of YouTubers as well who are doing yeah. fasts they knew it yeah like and one a, meal a day and things like that yeah yeah and it's sure. I, I don't think many of these people really need it for health reasons like they're not desperate to fast but no they want to experience something mm. I almost feel, and I think something funny that's occurred to me is that, like, that people, um, when 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 they're when they're looking to get healthy, they're quite stimulated by like the idea of taking supplements or superfoods or changing mm-hmm. some weird diet or doing some fasting thing. But when you say like use, you're basically saying of eating a fruit diet and just keeping it simple like that, it's almost like that's too simple for them. Mm. And and then even if they get towards a fruit diet, then they want to make it something special, like the, as you say, yeah. dry fast with it, mm-hmm. drink urine with it, um, and the the worst one is when people want to be breatharian. Yeah, it's like yeah, I do have a lot of friends that are like that actually from Hawaii. Really? Yeah. It's very interesting because when I moved to Hawaii, there was all these fruitarians that were into Robert Morse and all these things that you're talking about, they're really, and they still are really, I think into um, this, um, like his, all his sayings and all this, all this pills, like taking all these like herbs and stuff. And um, so I really, I I know people (laughs) that are into, uh, like they think that the optimal goal in life is to um, to like we should be breatharianism no breatharian. Right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty terrible, and it seems to be like none of these people can actually just do the raw diet. Like no, most of them that I know, they've have gone back to cooked food now. It's never it's never long term that they stay raw. It's usually for a few months or a year or something, and then they go back. And uh, yeah. It's it's also too much obsessing about what they were doing. That's right. how I felt. Like I felt like wow, like they, they talked too much about this, and I was feeling like, oh, I just want to enjoy the beaches here in Hawaii. Right, but right. We're talking about <laughs> all this, like we need supplements, and I I have to eat less today because it's healthier to eat less. And they were really like, yeah, I cannot talk too much about what people are, but. I think it's sad if we like try to restrict ourselves on a raw vegan diet because I think it should be about abundance and not um, trying to eat less because I I don't think that's what we are designed to do is to um if as, at least not on a raw diet like we should be able to eat as much as we we care for. <laughs> Another thing is is this concept of like people talking about detoxing and being clean and getting obsessed with that. And there was a friend recently, there was a, sometimes yeah, I, yeah, yeah. there's a, yeah, there's a friend in a forum. There was some post about organic versus non-organic and people were talking about, Oh, I never have non-organic grapes or I never do this or that. And, um, and I, I think I'd made a post where I was kind of, or maybe I'd replied like, um, I'd, I'd said something, but a friend of mine was basically saying, you need to work on being more clean because if you can't tell the difference between organic and non-organic or whatever, then you're not clean enough. And Oh, uh, yeah. What, 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 do you think that's kind of a strange mindset or is that something like... I've met people like that too, a lot. 
during my travels and yeah i don't think i don't think it's too it's it's not healthy to think that our bodies i don't think it's very healthy relationship with ourselves to right. believe that we are very that we are dirty right. and that we are disgusting and we have <laughs> we have things that we need to clean out and we we are not our body's not doing a good jo- enough job because we need to do more right. and we're not doing enough and i think it's so important to say that we are enough and we're doing enough and we're beautiful and and then also that we are like if you're robbing and you are really eating the best foods that you can and you know the body's detoxing every single day and every single minute and and it's gonna eventually we are gonna be feeling we are gonna be cleaned up naturally we don't have to try to do more to uh yeah i don't think it's it's nice for the mind to to believe that we are dirty (laughs) i think that i'm that i'm very clean (laughs) what about what about things like enemas and yeah that's the same thing colonics and all this yeah it's the same thing i it's uh like why would you need to put water up in your butt to clean up <laughs> like right, right. We, we eat fruits that are so like it it really just has so many uh fibers in there that it pulls out everything that yeah and right. you'll you'll like all the things that have been stuck there in for, for years it will disappear <laughs> um so I want to look ahead to the future now. I think we've covered a lot of stuff, and I'm really like, I, I really love what you're saying. To be honest, because it's refreshing to have someone that uh, we're kind of on the same page, and a lot of people that we know at some of the festivals are on the same page. But there's so many people that are kind of on a different way with it. But I think at one point, and I don't know the whole story about this and how much you want to talk about it, whatever. But you were interested in maybe trying to help start a community somewhere oh uh, yeah is that maybe going to happen or are you still thinking of yeah doing that? actually i'm leaving in five days um, to go to the philippines um and i my my goal like something that i really did, uh, want to do is to create a community for um for robbie like create this abundant place where we live uh with raw vegans and we we, uh, we grow our own fruits and we live next to the beach and live a simple nice loving life a <laughs> lovely life because i actually grew up in a community myself in an eco village and i was the best i had the best childhood i had an amazing time i was just playing with kids all day and it was amazing. And I want, I've since then, since I was young, I've always wanted to do the same thing for my, wow. my kids and yeah. myself. So, um, yeah. So you grew up in an equal village. Wow. That's, that makes, yeah. a, lot, that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. So you were actually in a community and with a lot of people. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up playing with my friends all day, all day. I was just playing. <laughs> in the woods and it was it was it was magical i only like i can only think about amazing things and i felt so supported and and there was a, like a family That's and we amazing. every night together and yeah it was and i want to create the same thing for for my kids and the future generations and yeah so you really know uh how that works a little bit like you've actually lived in a yeah. community like that so you know how yeah. you work Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, always, I, mm-hmm. I always, I always feel like that's that would be quite a challenging thing to do, and uh, yeah, you know, I know there's some people in Ecuador. I don't know if you've been out today. I know, or, yeah. I um, haven't been, but I know right. that. Yeah, and they're kind of doing fruit communities, and there's some people doing these things. And I always think that, like, um, I always think that people underestimate how difficult it might be to mm. to do that or what that yeah. would take to make it happen, but. You actually, having grown up with it, you can mm-hmm. obviously you know a bit more about it. Yeah, I think um, I know. I've experienced what works and what doesn't, and and that really have given me such a good picture of what I want to create, and like how it's gonna work and what is not gonna work. And I've also seen it, like in Hawaii, we were in this community, and it was it was not really working so well at, at the end. And it, um, and also I've heard about terra frutis and I've been to other communities around the world and 
me how I want to do it. And I think, um, yeah, growing up in a community has definitely helped me knowing how to do it. And I think that um, also my parents can help me. Like this is, it's uh, it's really, um, it's I know it's something that's going to take years to um, to create, but um, I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Fantastic! That's brilliant. Yeah. So have you got have you got plans to make put further information out there, more videos, um, maybe write a book, anything like that, or yeah, got plans of doing these kind of things. So um, I'm I'm this project is is something I'm doing with my partner Grant and uh, we created a YouTube channel together and um, um, it's called Path to Paradise. Excellent. And, and we have it on YouTube and we are planning on now when we're gonna go traveling that we're gonna document our journey to finding this land that we wanna buy and um, all all our, our journey like our experiences and how we wanna create this community and what we want in the community and we are trying to create this community on YouTube to, um, and once we have bought the land, we will, we will of course want people to come there and help us with, with starting and building and stuff like that. So that would be a really good way to follow this journey. I think we really need places like that because my, my theory is that, environment is very important to a person making changes and and uh, adopting new habits yeah which is why a fruit festival often people can come to a fruit festival and they stay raw for the whole week without really thinking about it sometimes yeah that's true and i do think that it's so hard to change and mm. there's, there's not that many places if, if i know someone that's sick I can recommend they go to a fruit festival maybe, but there's not a lot of places that I can that they could go for two months or something or three months and yeah. just be completely surrounded by it all the time and be away from the other yeah, temptations. Sure. Yeah. But I think it's a I think it's a really important thing. I think it's um I think it's something that the fruit festivals at some point should be promoting as well. Like if, mm. if if people are doing these things so that if someone wants to go somewhere for a longer period of time, I, and I do like the idea of community of actually creating community. I do think, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's essential. It's the biggest thing really is um, mm -hmm. bringing people together because that's how people are going to make those changes. Yeah. That's what we all want. <laughs> when I meet people, we all want community and most people in the world are are wanting to be feeling uni like togetherness and feeling like I think most people in the world are feeling more lonely than ever yeah. and we're more alone than than ever and I think we should change that now because and that's what we're going to try to do is to to change this and and once we have created it maybe inspire other people to do the same thing showing that it is possible to um, create a community. Yeah, I do think that you're, you're right. I think I really think that people go to some of these festivals and there's a lot of reasons why they feel good, but I think community is almost the number one thing. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's, you grew up in a community, but very few people did. And, mm. and very few people, I think everyone's got their guard up a lot in life. Mm -hmm. And when they go to a, and especially if you're doing a diet like this, yeah. you've got your guard up because people are always asking you questions or they mm. want to make fun of you or whatever. And so when you go to a place where everyone's doing the same thing, but also the type of people that go seem to be just kind of nice people. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to say that. Yeah. I don't want to say that like everyone else is bad, but like... It's true though. People that are looking to... Uh, be better people, personal mm. growth, personal development. A lot yeah. of them are into meditation, like you're talking about yoga. Um, a lot of people are on a spiritual path. A lot of people looking to improve the world. Mm. Just so that and that community of people is just so nourishing for everyone. Yeah. When you when you go and um, all these people are kind of everyone you speak to is like talking is bringing out the best in you and they're always pointing out the best in you as well. Yeah. And it's very supportive. And that's, 
that's how, that's how I got really into this as well. It's like mm. the community at Woodstock just blew me away. Yeah, and, um, same here. So, so I'll be back there <laughs> next year. Nice. Um, are you going to come back and be part of UK Fruit Fest, or do you think you might not be able to come back? Or um, I definitely want to, and okay. I I don't know how long I'm going to stay um, in the tropics this this time. But if if I'm going to um, to Europe, uh, it's going to be in the summer, so <laughs> I might. I okay. yeah, I hope. Okay. Well, we'll stay in touch anyway. Um, yeah. Is there anyone that I, I'd like you to? Uh, Obviously, we want to interview more people. Is there anyone you think we should interview for this? Anyone you want to give a shout out to? People that you think are particularly inspiring or interesting in this lifestyle? Even people that others might not have heard of before? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, I cannot really think about any, anyone right now in particular. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but of course, if if um, like uh, my partner uh-huh. uh, Grant Painter, he um, he's also he's like he's going to be with me on this um, path to paradise. So he also has a lot on his heart, and um, yeah, he's a uh, he's really wise and and and, and uh, yeah, he has a lot to say. So and he's also been raw for like two and a half years now. So yeah. Yeah, I met Grant as well at Woodstock and had a really, had a few really amazing nights with Grant actually. Oh, bef- cool. well, maybe before you turned up even, but um, yeah, he told us his story about how he was hitchhiking and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaching, it's, it's really interesting. Um, mm. But yeah, that's great. So thank you for being part of the interview today and yeah. everyone who's listening, if you want to find out more about Anne, you can follow her Fruitary Anne on Instagram and YouTube, I think. Yeah. And also Path to Paradise is another YouTube channel. Check that out. Mm-hmm. And you can follow her journey. And uh, Anne, is there anything you want to say just to finish off? Maybe something that might inspire some people? Oh. <laughs> um, hmm. I just want to say thank you. It was really nice to talking with you. And um and I, yeah, I just wish for you all to um, and to do what makes you feel feel your best, and and always remember that that you are perfect, and everything that you are is perfect. And uh, and uh, I think starting with that is is a good foundation to uh, to start changing your life and lifestyle. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> thank you. Excellent. Thank you very much. And everyone who's listening or watching this, feel free to share. And I don't know if, there's, if this is a video, you can like it or you can share yeah. it or uh, whatever you do, rate it or something. And um, if you're interested in learning more about this lifestyle, you can come to the UK Fruit Fest. It takes place from the 21st to the 28th of July, 2019 at Croft Farm Water Park, Gloucestershire. You can go to fruitfest.co.uk for more information. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next video. Bye. Bye.